The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The Virginia Education Association, an advocacy group and union, has announced plans to publish recently rescinded state education equity guidelines on their own website. Patrick Larson reports. Virginia's Ed Equity program will disappear from state websites at the end of this month. It was intended to close achievement gaps between groups of students based on race, zip code, and more. It's troubling and it's disheartening at best. That's Virginia Education Association Director Dr. James Fetterman. He says EdEquity contains useful information on approaching America's challenging history with racism in a classroom setting and meeting students where they are. Fetterman says VEA wanted to ensure these resources are still available to educators, parents, and students, regardless of state policy changes. We look at it from the, from the premise of this is how we grow. Several state education resources are being rescinded as part of the Yunkin administration's efforts to address what they call inherently divisive concepts in public education. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A group called the Alliance Defending Freedom, or ADF, has been involved in multiple recent lawsuits in Virginia, including one headed to the Virginia Supreme Court. They've also been asked to review the Equal Opportunities Policy for Hanover County Public Schools. But the Southern Poverty Law Center has deemed ADF an anti-LGBTQ hate group. Megan Pauley reports. Scott McCoy is with the Southern Poverty Law Center. He says ADF was classified as a hate group because of its beliefs and practices that attack and demonize an entire class of people. They are characterizing or painting an entire population with a very broad brush, usually a negative stereotypical brush, and claiming that homosexuals or LGBTQ people are an existential threat to our civilization. For example, ADF has defended state-enforced sterilization of transgender people. And McCoy says ADF's efforts have only intensified on the state level, as more LGBTQ rights have been upheld in federal courts. Meanwhile, ADF disputes the hate group label, telling VPM News that they're committed to protecting religious freedom and free speech. Megan Pauley, VPM News. The board who manages the historic Montpelier home of James Madison will no longer share authority with a group of people descended from Africans once enslaved there. Last year, the board drew national attention for equally sharing power over the property with the Montpelier Descendants Committee. But according to the Washington Post, the board voted to strip the power-sharing status last week. The vote highlights years of rising tensions between the board and the committee. Descendants involved with the committee say the decision rejects the principle that their voices are equal. Board members say they aren't backing away from their commitment, but say they want to be able to choose members from a wider pool. One year ago this month, Donovan Lynch and DeShayla Harris died in shootings at the Virginia Beach Oceanfront. Lynch's father is still calling for a federal investigation. Paul Bebo from partner station WHRO reports. At a recent vigil, Wayne Lynch promised to gather signatures to put pressure on the Department of Justice to examine the details around his son's death. We're going to have a convoy 
going to D.C. Oh, that's right. All those with me say yeah. yeah. All those with me say yeah. Let's do this. The police officer who shot Donovan did not activate his body camera during the encounter. The family disputes the police department's account of the incident. In November, a grand jury declined to prosecute the officer. The Lynch family filed a wrongful death suit, which is still in court. That was Paul Bebo reporting. The Attorney General's office says Dominion Energy is overstating the economic benefits of a large offshore wind farm proposal. That's according to a filing made late last week to the State Corporation Commission. The commission is considering Dominion's plan for a nearly $10 billion wind farm off the coast of Virginia Beach. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, the analysis from the Attorney General's office also says the wind farm is not needed for the utility's capacity and costs much more than solar energy. The plan still needs to be approved by the commission. There will be hearings starting May 16th. Richmond City Council is still at odds with the school board over how many students will attend the new George Wythe High School. In a meeting Monday night, Richmond City Council did not vote to approve a budget transfer that the school board needs in order to award a contract and begin designing the new building. City Council plans to meet with the Richmond School Board sometime before their meeting next month to discuss a compromise. Members who didn't vote for the transfer say they hope the school board will agree to extend capacity at the proposed high school from 1,600 to 2,000 students. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. PM. I'm Speech Thomas from the hip-hop crew Arrested Development. On the new VPM podcast, Track Change, I take you behind the walls of Richmond City Jail, where I help four men record an album and hear how they're trying to break free from a cycle of addiction and incarceration. Been so long since I've been free. Subscribe to Track Change and your podcast app.